The following program is being brought to you on the Voice America Empowerment Channel. For more information about our network and to check out additional show hosts and topics of interest, please visit VoiceAmericaEmpowerment.com. The Voice America Talk Radio Network is the worldwide leader in live Internet talk radio. Visit VoiceAmerica.com. The views and ideas expressed on the following program are strictly those of the host or guests and do not necessarily reflect the views and ideas held by the Voice America Talk Radio Network, its staff, and management. It's time to get out of that rut and break through to a higher level of success. This is Infinite Success Radio with Rachel O'Brien Eddy. In this engaging hour, you'll hear from people just like you who wanted to achieve success and did. What was their secret? You'll need to listen to find out. Now, here's your host, Rachel O'Brien Eddy. Welcome to Infinite Success Radio. I am your host, Rachel O'Brien Eddy. Thank you so much for tuning in today. I am very excited to have you guys with me. I know that we've got listeners from all around the world that are joining us today. So I am very, very thrilled to have you guys taking time out of your very busy schedules to be with me each and every week. So thank you so much. My goal with Infinite Success Radio is to encourage, inspire, and empower you to achieve a higher level of success in your business business and in your life. So I'm super excited that you guys are with me today. Today's episode is going to be part two of a little series I created for you guys, 30 Days in Paris. And this is all about an amazing adventure that I've been on studying abroad. I actually spent the last 30 days in Paris and I'm going to be sharing with you kind of what it's like behind the scenes, studying abroad, living internationally, and some of the things that I've learned along the way so that those of you who are interested in traveling internationally or studying abroad, hopefully we'll kind of get some strategies and some ideas that will help you um, be very successful on your international journeys and adventures. So I hope that you will stick around through the entire show. I will be sharing with you just some of the strategies that helped me to have a successful time in Paris. I'll be sharing with you some of the behind the scenes, some of the challenge that I faced along the way. And I'm also going to be sharing with you guys today how to set and achieve goals so that if it is your goal to study abroad or to travel internationally, I'm going to give you some ideas that will help you actually be able to achieve that goal. So definitely you will want to stick around through the entire show so that you don't miss a thing. And for those of you who listen on iTunes and on Stitcher, please make sure that you subscribe to the podcast so that you never miss an episode. And also do me a favor and leave a review. We love to hear from the listeners. We love to know what's working for you, ideas and suggestions you have. So please do leave a review. Or you can also send me an email with your ideas for future episodes and um, letting me know kind of what's working for you and any, any ideas or strategies that you want to hear about. You can always email those to me as well. So you can send that to radio at connectwithrachel.com, radio at connectwithrachel.com. 
gmail.com. I really do love hearing from you listeners because this show is all about you. It is for you to really help you create that higher level of success in your business and in your life. You know, I've had people who have written into me from all around the world and have shared little ideas of things that have, have really helped them from the show. And, and some people have shared with me some of their big dreams that they're working toward and how the show has helped them move forward in achieving those dreams. So I do love hearing from you guys. If you take a few moments and do that, I would love, love, love your feedback. Okay, so if you missed part one of 30 Days in Paris, I encourage you to go back and listen to that episode. Um, It has been recorded. It is available on iTunes and on Stitcher. Um, What's really great about that episode is I'm sharing with you some of the, the different resources that I used during my time in Paris. And resources that I use um, when I travel. So I actually travel internationally quite frequently. Currently, I live internationally. I am from the United States, but I live in Bahrain, which is a small island country on the eastern coast of Saudi Arabia. In the last few years, I've had the privilege of traveling all over the world. And so in episode one, part one of this series, I did share some of the, um, some of the resources that have really helped me as I've traveled internationally. And so definitely, if you're somebody who's interested in that international travel, maybe you're already traveling or maybe it's a dream of yours, go back and listen to that episode. Listen to the replay of that because you'll be able to get some great ideas and maybe some things that you haven't thought of yet. Um, So I just want to recap briefly. In the first part of the series, I did talk a lot about what the first couple weeks were like and what to expect when you're starting that international adventure, when you're starting to study abroad and what that looks like, whether you're traveling or whether you are studying. For me, I actually took a writing course in Paris. So this was a study abroad program. It was 30 days, um, and it truly was one of the most amazing things that I have ever done. Now, a little bit about me, in case you are a new listener, um, I I have an amazing, amazing business. I have the privilege of speaking and training as a motivational speaker. I'm a writer as well. I've got a book that I've uh, co-authored with some people and I've got a program that I've created. So I do a lot of different things in my business. But what I really wanted to do this year in 2015 was really develop out my writing skills even more. I wanted to challenge myself by going to a writing workshop. And so that's kind of how this initially came about. My husband heard about this workshop in Paris and he thought, wow, that's like Rachel's favorite city. She loves it there. And so he actually told me about this program and um, I applied and we, we do talk about that in episode one. But long story short, I applied and I got accepted into this program and off I went to Paris last month. And I'll tell you, it is really incredible when you take action to achieve your dreams. When you have a goal and a dream and then you actually go out there and make it happen, it is incredible how much you learn about yourself and how much you will inspire other people along the way. And that's exactly what I found through this amazing program um, and opportunity that I had. I found that, that it, was, it was almost just, I mean, there's, it's hard to put into words how remarkable of an experience this was for me because it was something that I dreamed about since I was about 12 years old. Um, when I took my very first French class, I thought, oh my gosh, I've got to study in Paris. That would be amazing. And so now all these many, many years later, I, you know, with life and, and, and business and I'm a, I'm a mom and, you know, married and, quite older than I was back then. Um, 
And so for me to be able to now have the opportunity to study abroad was definitely a dream come true. And it truly was something that it, it meant so much to me. I think some of the other students that were in my class, you know, I don't know that, that it was so much of a big deal necessarily for them. I think it was in certain ways. But I know for myself, it was really that, that realization of, of a really big goal, of a really big dream. And there's something that changes you about that. When you challenge yourself and you step out of your comfort zone and, and realize those dreams and those dreams become dream come true, I mean, there is just something so powerful in that. So I would encourage you guys today, if you have a big dream, I mean, no matter how big or how small it is, definitely write it down, take action to achieve it because you will, you will grow so much as you do. So the first couple weeks in Paris um, were definitely interesting. Um, I had some challenges along the way. But once I got past that second week, that's when I really started to kind of settle in and become part of the environment, become part of the culture. And um, for those of you who like to travel um, or have a dream of traveling, I will say that if you're going to spend two or three weeks in any place, it's going to be kind of that halfway mark. By the time you reach that second week, you really start to settle in and, and you really start living an everyday life in that location. When we first moved to Bahrain, um, I know the first month, I think everything was so new and so different. So in that case, it probably took me a good month to feel like I was really settling in. Um, but since I only had 30 days in Paris, it was kind of like this very tight time frame. And I found that by the, by the middle of week two, I really started to settle in and it started to become part of my everyday life. I think by the time you reach week three in any location, you start to really get things figured out. You start to know where where things are as far as grocery stores and you know your your metro stations and how to get from point A to point B. And it really does just start to become everyday life. So although I was studying and I had work to do, of course I, I have a business that I run as well. So I had a lot of things that I was juggling. By week three, I was really finding that balance between everything. I was figuring out how to make everything work. And you start to get into routines. By that third week, you have a routine kind of set up um, that, that whether that is inclusive of your traveling or your touring around being part of your routine or whether it's your studying that's part of your routine, you really do kind of settle into that routine by that third week. So I think that that's something that you can look forward to. If you're thinking about studying abroad and wondering what it's going to be like, I promise you the first two weeks will definitely be just kind of getting yourself situated. It'll be figuring out, overcoming challenges, knowing where things are at, just a lot of that kind of getting your bearings those first couple weeks anytime that you go to a new place. But by week three, you're going to be a pro. You're going to know exactly where to go and what to do. And, and that's really where the fun be, really begins <laughs> because, you know, then you're kind of, um, you're a lot more comfortable and, and you're even more flexible by week three because you've kind of gotten things figured out. I noticed as well, um, of course, you're always interacting with different people. Anytime you travel, you're interacting with different cultures and different lifestyles and people from all around the world. That's one of the things I loved about Paris is that there were so many people from just 
all aspects of life from all over the place. And it was really fun to see some of the tour groups. You know, I wasn't there as a tourist, quote unquote. I was there studying. And so I got to watch kind of some of these tour groups and, and people in big herds of like 50 people in this massive group that kind of took over the whole sidewalk. And here I am with my backpack walking a mile to, uh, <laughs> to my school where I was studying and, you know, weaving in and around people. And it, it was really fun. It was really kind of this comical experience where I was able to see Paris through a different lens, where this time I wasn't a tourist going, but I was, I was learning. I was a student. I was a business person that was there. Um, and that's really cool. And that's something that you can do anytime you travel. If you just step back and kind of get out of tourist mode for a minute, you can sit at a cafe, for example, and, and kind of do some people watching. And it's amazing the things that you'll see, whether it's the tour groups or families on vacation. Sometimes you'll see families walking by and you've got like the two teenagers that are kind of walking behind the parents, arms crossed, like they're not really having fun, not enjoying themselves. Um, then you'll see other families where the kids are just having a ball. They're dancing around in the streets and they're jumping up and down and, you know, mom and dad are, are having fun. And, and it's just really interesting um, just to kind of people watch. So I definitely encourage you, anytime you travel, take a step back out of tourist mode and do some of that people watching because you will learn a lot through observing, through through watching the dynamics of that area and that place. In Paris, as with a lot of places in Europe, there's so much walking that goes on. I mean, you walk everywhere. You walk to the grocery store, you walk to dinner, you walk to evening events and soirees, you walk to school. I mean, it's just part of the culture, which I really, really enjoyed. I walked so much during this last month. It was awesome. I loved it. Every single day I was out walking and, and meeting people and it just was remarkable. And one of the things that I really enjoy about that in particular is, is getting out the door every day, you know, getting out and being with people. It energizes you. It, it, it just adds more life to you, if that makes sense. You know, it, it's one of those things where a lot of times, especially in the United States, we get stuck in these ruts of everyday life where we go the same direction to work every day. We follow the same route. We see the same people. We, you know, we get in these habits and these routines, which are good. But when you're traveling, that's really your opportunity to get out of those routines and to get out of those habits and to do something different. And for me, walking everywhere, every single day helped break me out of my routine. And it actually helped me become more creative and more enthusiastic. And it just was one of those things that I really, really did enjoy. So if you can add that into your everyday life and not just do it when you travel, but really make it part of your everyday life, um, I think that you'll find it to be very enjoyable like I did as well. Okay, we've got to stop right there and take a very short break. When we come back, I'm going to give you a couple tips on how you can set a very, very effective goal and achieve it. So I'm going to give you a couple strategies when we get back from this break. So stick around. I'm Rachel O'Brien Eddy, and we will be right back. Become our friend on Facebook. Post your thoughts about our shows and network on our timeline. Visit Facebook.com forward slash Voice America. Transform your life. 
boost your confidence, and create lasting wealth, visit connectwithrachel.com forward slash success to discover how best-selling author and success coach Rachel O'Brien Eddy went from miserable, broke, and ridiculously overweight to traveling the world, dropping 90 pounds, and living the life of her dreams. Ready to jumpstart your journey to success? Go to connectwithrachel.com forward slash success. That's connectwithrachel.com forward slash success. This is the home of the top life coaches, entrepreneurs, and success drivers. The Voice America Empowerment Channel. You are listening to Infinite Success Radio with your host, Rachel O'Brien Eddy. Call in and let us know if you have a question or comment. Our number is toll-free in North America, 1-888-346-9141. That's 1-888-346-9141. You may also send an email to radio at connectwithrachel.com. Now, back to Infinite Success Radio. Here again is Rachel O'Brien Eddy. Welcome back to Infinite Success Radio. I am your host, Rachel O'Brien Eddy. Today, we are talking about part two of 30 Days in Paris. I am giving you a behind-the-scenes look at what it really takes to successfully study abroad and travel internationally. Um, This is something that has been so, so exciting to me, a new adventure in my life. I do travel a lot, as most of you know. If you are listeners of the show, you know that I travel a lot um, internationally and recently had the amazing opportunity to study in Paris for 30 days, taking a very intensive writing course. So one of the things that I really wanted to share with you guys today is the importance of goal setting. And I want to share this with you because I would never have made it to Paris and to this program had I not set a goal and had I not really been clear about what I wanted. So I will share with you more about Paris, but I want to just kind of hop off track for a second and give you guys some tips on goal setting because I do think this is really, really important. I know a lot of you that listen to the show, um, you've got some amazing goals and you have some things that you're working toward. And if you don't know how to really break those goals down, it might be challenging for you to achieve them. So I'm going to share with you a couple steps that have helped me not only set goals, but achieve them. First and foremost, you have to know what you want. So in the beginning of the show, I was sharing with you that since I was about 12 years old, I have always wanted to study abroad and specifically in Paris. I've always loved it since my very first French class back in middle school. So it's always been something that I've wanted to do, but it was not always a goal of mine. It was just kind of something floating around out there in dreamland. You know what I mean? It was just something that I would like to do someday. And um, what's really interesting about that is that even though it wasn't something that I had set as a goal, it is something that I, I was able to bring into my life. And what I mean by that is when you know what you want and you start to focus on that, opportunities start to come your way. Doors start to open. So one of the things that's really great that you can do when you're starting to think about your goals is just ask yourself, you know, if I could do anything right now in in my life, what would I choose to do? If I could go anywhere, you know, maybe it's a travel goal. If I could travel to one place in the next year, where would I want to go? Those are good questions to start asking yourself to really identify 
what you want. And I like to call these your desires, what you desire in your life, in your business, you know, with your family. Um, I think it's important to know where you want to travel. A lot of times people will say, you know, I have a goal to travel, but I want you to, to get more specific than that. I want you to really clarify what that looks like. Where do you want to go and when do you want to do it? Kind of put that time frame on it. When you're really specific, then you can start taking action to achieve that goal. So before you take action, you've got to know what you want and you've got to break it down. So let's say that you have a big goal. So I wanted to study abroad in Paris. That was a pretty big goal. It's a pretty big dream and desire that I had. So what you would want to do if you have something similar, for example, is you would want to then break that down into smaller action steps. So you wouldn't simply say, I have a big goal and now I'm going to sit back on the couch and do nothing, right? That wouldn't work. You've got to then break it down into what's it going to take to make it happen? You know, what research do I need to to do prior to my trip? How much money am I going to need for that that adventure, you know, for, for that part of my travel life, how much money is it going to take to make that happen? If you're wanting to study, then what program, what school, what course might you want to take? So these are all action steps that will help lead you to that goal. And it really helps you kind of clarify and define not only the goal, but very specifically what you're wanting to achieve. And I like to tell my clients, for example, to write these things down. You don't want it just floating around in your mind. You actually want to write this down, and that'll help you speed up the process to achieving that goal. Then the next thing that you want to do is actually take action. Imagine that. You've got to take action to make these dreams come true and to turn your goals into reality. So that would mean that every single day you do something that's bringing you closer to your goal. Maybe it's the research. Maybe it's applying for a specific program. Um, maybe you're doing some, some research online as to how much these things will cost. You know, what's, what's the, the daily requirement going to be for, for food and so on and so forth. A lot of these things seem like small action items, but as you add them up day after day after day, you will find that very, very quickly you have achieved a lot of action items that are bringing you closer to achieving the actual goal. So those are three specific steps that you can take right now that will help you not only identify what your goal is, but really break it down and achieve it. Now, for those of you who want to kind of shortcut this process, I have a very special gift for you guys today as listeners. I actually have a little program called the Infinite success system. And inside of that, I teach you how to set and achieve goals. I have a full process that I use. I've got a little worksheet that makes it super, super simple. And um, what I call this one, I kind of broke it down. I pulled it out of the system so that you guys could have access to it. And it's called the ultimate guide to goal setting. So this is very specific to goal setting and to achieving your goals. This is the exact process that I use to achieve all of my goals. I use this process on a daily basis. I am always referring back to my goal setting list and to my action items, checking it off as I go. You guys can get access to this today absolutely free because you are loyal listeners to Infinite Success Radio. So all you have to do to get access to this today is go to my website, connectwithrachel.com forward slash gift. 
connectwithrachel.com forward slash gift. Enter your best email address and I will send that over to you today. It is actually an audio, so you get an MP3 download audio that goes through the lesson and then you also get the goal setting worksheet that helps you break everything down step by step. It is super, super simple when you have a process to follow. And I want you guys to have this today because I know that so many of you listening have really big goals that you want to achieve. And I want to help you achieve those goals. And I really think that this resource is going to make a huge difference in your lives. So again, you can get access to this absolutely free today. It is a $97 value. All you need to do is go to connectwithrachel.com forward slash gift, enter your best email address, and I will send it right to you. And then do me one favor, please, please, after you get the ultimate guide to goal setting and listen to it, I would love to get your feedback and I would love to hear what goals you're working towards. So make sure that you send me a little email about that. You can email me at radio at connectwithrachel.com. I would love to support you as you work toward achieving your big goals. And hopefully some of you will be doing study abroad programs. Hopefully some of you will be traveling internationally and you can let me know what programs you're taking and what's working for you. I love having those ideas and it actually helps because I can share some of those resources with other listeners um, from around the world. So we can kind of all help each other out in that way. All right, so back to Paris. I kind of took a little detour because I wanted to give you that information, but now let's jump back over to Paris. I was um, sharing with you before the last break that in week three, you really start to become part of the environment and part of the culture and and it, it really living internationally and studying abroad becomes part of your everyday life. The other thing that starts to happen during week three, and definitely by the time you get to week four, it's kind of already happened at that point, is you start to really find that balance between your studying, your work, and your fun time. So a lot of times when people first get to a a new destination, it's kind of all about the fun, right? It's all about seeing those tourist attractions and meeting new people and and getting out there and just and having fun because you don't want to miss out on anything. You don't want to miss out on the evening get-togethers and the soirees and, you know, you don't want to miss any of that. So a lot of times in the beginning, it is kind of about the fun, but you will very, very quickly find that it's important that you have some balance and that it's not only about fun and it's not only about working, but that you find a way to balance it all. And so that's what I really found, I would say, for most people in my in my class that I was with, um, I would say by the end of week two, beginning of week three, everybody kind of found that balance and found that way to to get work done, to accomplish assignments. And we were all there writing, of course. And oh my gosh, as a writer, you can spend... Oh, hours. I mean, literally, you can spend hours and hours and hours on a paper, on a short story. Um, And that's only version one, by the way, a draft. Draft number one can easily be eight hours. So um, you can very quickly run out of time (laughs) as you're doing this, but it is so worth it. And so finding that balance is important. And for each person, it's going to be a little bit different. If you're somebody who likes to sit down all in one in one sitting and and get your work done, get your studying done right then and there, then you'll want to kind of plan for that. You'll want to block out, you know, four hours or eight hours if if that's the case for you, depending on, on how you work. But block out that time and then block out 
the fun time. Block out the time where you're going to get out there and go experience the culture. Anytime you're studying abroad, you certainly are there for a reason. And it's not just to study. It's to learn about other people and other places and to really immerse yourself in in a different culture. And so you definitely want to plan that time. You want to to get out there in the community. One of the things that I always love to do is, is really plan for my, my fun time, you know, plan those tourist attractions. For example, um, I planned a, a full day, a full day, no work, no reading, no writing of going to Giverny. And Giverny is a little place, a little town in France. That is actually where Monet's gardens are at. Um, and oh my gosh, I'm a huge Monet fan, huge, huge Monet fan. And my time at Giverny was absolutely incredible. And I will tell you that one of the best things you can do if you're a creative person and 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 working hard is to take time away. And my my day trip to Giverny was my time away. It was that time where I worked really hard throughout the week and then I took that full day break and got out with nature. I walked through the gardens. I saw the lily ponds and, and the, the famous bridge that you see um, in the, those Monet paintings. I'm sure you know what I'm talking about. If not, do a Google search and you'll see it. They're absolutely gorgeous. Um, and I got to be there and I got to see it and I got to experience it. And there's something about getting out in nature and seeing beautiful things that really inspires me. And I think it inspires a lot of people, but definitely for me, it it inspires me and it helps me then go back. And when it's time to work again, I can work again. You know what I'm saying? I can really focus and buckle down and get things done because I've had that time away. So that's really what I found by week three was that I was able to better incorporate some of those breaks and really maximize those breaks where it wasn't just an hour or two you know, walking through through the city, which is great. That's great as well. But having a full day off and really going and enjoying a place that I love and some something that's inspirational to me really made a huge difference. So that's part of that balance. Um, you can do that in a lot of different ways, but I definitely would encourage you Anytime you travel, if you're, if you're working while traveling, you definitely want to incorporate those break times and those break days. All right, we've got to stop right there and take a short, short break. When we come back, a little bit more about how to balance work and studying and traveling and the fun, how to really balance that, and then some more strategies to successfully travel and study abroad. Stick around. I'm Rachel O'Brien Eddy, and we will be right back. us on Twitter for more great ideas at Voice America Empowerment. Tune in every week for the Wellness Lounge, a step further with host Desiree Watson. Our program empowers you to incorporate a wellness lifestyle into your life, supported by a diverse selection of guests, including physicians, athletes, and education and government professionals. While helping you realize the connection between mind, body, and spirit, you'll achieve a personal edge in injury avoidance, stress management, and personal development. The Wellness Lounge, a step further, airs Mondays at 9 a.m. Eastern Time, 6 a.m. Pacific Time on Voice America Empowerment, and Saturdays at 7 a.m. Pacific Time, 10 a.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Variety Channel. 
transform your life. Boost your confidence and create lasting wealth. Visit connectwithrachel.com forward slash success to discover how best-selling author and success coach Rachel O'Brien Eddy went from miserable, broke, and ridiculously overweight to traveling the world, dropping 90 pounds, and living the life of her dreams. Ready to jumpstart your journey to success? Go to connectwithrachel.com forward slash success. That's connectwithrachel.com forward slash success. Follow us on Twitter for more great ideas at Voice America Empowerment. You are listening to Infinite Success Radio with your host, Rachel O'Brien Eddy. Call in and let us know if you have a question or comment. Our number is toll-free in North America, 1-888-346-9141. That's 1-888-346-9141. You may also send an email to radio at connectwithrachel.com. Now, back to Infinite Success Radio. Here again is Rachel O'Brien Eddy. Welcome back to Infinite Success Radio. I am your host, Rachel O'Brien Eddy. Today, we are talking about part two of 30 Days in Paris, and I've been sharing some insider behind-the-scenes details about what it really looks like to study abroad, to travel internationally, and how to really make that a successful journey. So hopefully you've gotten some ideas so far, but I've got so much more for you today. In the last segment, we were talking about how important it is to find that balance between the work that you're doing, the studying that you're doing, and and the fun that you want to have and the touristy stuff that you want to do while studying abroad. So one of the things that I have found made a huge difference for me was not only taking that, that day off and taking those big breaks, but writing things down. So I always walked around with a journal in my bag just in case, <laughs> in case I had a great idea in case there was something I wanted to make sure that I would remember later. And I would just quickly pull that journal out and write it down. Of course, as a writer, I get a lot of inspiration and ideas from everyday life. And so I definitely wanted to capture certain moments or funny things that would happen, for example, um, that I would make sure to, to remind myself to come back to. So if you will take a journal around with you or, you know, something, you don't have to call it a journal necessarily, but it really will make a huge difference. And it'll give you great content to write about. If you are someone who likes to travel, for example, and maybe you've considered writing a travel blog, that is something amazing. And a lot of people do that. In fact, there were a couple people in my class that I was with that both write travel blogs and they always had a journal with them as well all the time. And it's really to help you remember things afterwards. Like after after you get home and you're back in your everyday life and back to work and, and you know, then, then what, right? Well, then you can look back on that journal and you can remember, oh, that's right. I was going to write about that. For me, when I was in Giverny, for example, I literally wrote down, I would say, at least 15 different ideas for stories, different stories that I could write, different books that I could write, different characters. Um, I have 
so much content <laughs> just from one day at Giverny. And that's because I was so inspired and because I took that time away. I created that balance. And then I took the time to actually write it down. So make sure that you do that. When you're finding that balance, take a little journal around with you and write things down. It will make a huge difference for you in the long run. One of the other strategies that I have always used to very successfully travel and study, of course, um, is to have a plan but be flexible. And what I mean by that is it's super important before you travel that you do have a plan. Do your homework, do your research, make your list, know where you want to go and the places that you want to see. But go with the mindset of being flexible. So even though you might have a list of of 15 places that you want to see wherever the destination is that you're at. For me, I was in Paris, of course, and in France. Um, Let's say you have a list of 15 places or things that you want to see. Let's say you only get through half of that list. So seven or eight places or or things that you want to see. That's okay. That's okay. And I think that's the important thing to remember is that you've got to be flexible with yourself and know that things are going to happen and plans will change. In fact, you might get to the destination and you might decide that some of the items on your list that you thought you wanted to do, you no longer want to do. And that's okay too because it's your trip, it's your time, it's your studying, it's your adventure. So make it the way that you want it to be, but definitely have have a plan. You know, I'm such a believer that it's important to to plan things. It doesn't mean that your whole life has to be planned by any means. That's not what I'm saying. But just have that outline. Have the ideas already in place. It's actually going to save you time because if you get to a place like France, for example, and you haven't done your research and you don't know where you want to go, it's going to then take time on your trip It'll take time away from exploring because now you're going to be doing the planning. Now, some people like to just get to a destination and then go out on an adventure. And that is great as well. And if you're somebody like that, then bravo. (laughs) That is awesome because, you know, I'm not that person (laughs) by any means. I I don't like to just show up and, and just kind of go with it. You know what I mean? I can do that for a couple of days, but not for an entire month. And in my case, I was studying in Paris for a month. So I needed to have a bit more of a plan. Um, But again, if that's not you and you're somebody who doesn't like to plan, you will have an amazing time as well. You just go into it with a different, a different approach. You know, you, you approach it with a very open uh, concept and you kind of meander your way through, through, your international adventure. And that's okay as well. But I think for most people, if you at least have a bit of a plan, if you have an outline of some of the places you want to go, it really will make a difference. In fact, one of my friends, a very good friend of mine, is biking through Europe right now. He's going to be spending the next several months biking through Europe. And initially, he had kind of this plan of, of where he wanted to go the first 30 days and, and the route that he was going to take. And by the time he made it to Paris, we were actually able to connect in Paris last month. And by the time he made it there, um, he was kind of looking at his plan thinking, you know, I don't know if I want to do it like this now. You know, I think I want to change things. I think I want to spend a little more time in Paris. And I think I might want to, want to go off path a little bit. And I might want to spend a couple more days over here. And, and so what was really great is as we were able to kind of talk through what he thought he wanted to do, he was able to see that, you know what, 
plans change. And now he wants to do something different and, and just made a little adjustment to his original plan. And that's what I think really works for most people. I think having that outline and then being flexible and making adjustments as you go really does work. And it'll leave it where you can enjoy your time and not be so stressed um, while you're at that destination because of your flexibility. So I think that's awesome. Also, it's okay if your plan changes. It really is okay. It doesn't, it doesn't have to be perfect. Things don't have to work out as you have them planned. It's okay if it doesn't. Um, and so just know that, that whatever happens is okay. It's all right. As long as you're still you know, living that dream and you're enjoying yourself and you're making the most of your time, then it's okay when things happen. Challenges pop up all the time. That is part of life. I definitely faced several different challenges while I was in Paris and on my adventure. Um, But you learn to roll with it. And I think that's one of the great things about traveling internationally and studying abroad. It really does challenge you to roll with things, to be more flexible, to be more open to different experiences. And, you know, when stuff happens, you get to make a choice. You know, am I going to keep going? Am I going to quit and give up? Am I going to go home? I'm sure there's plenty of students who get to uh, to their destination overseas and then they say, okay, this isn't what I thought it was going to be and I don't want to do this now. And I'm sure that there are plenty that turn around and go home. So that's one of the things that you get to decide. And I would always challenge everyone, don't quit, don't give up, you know, don't give in just because it's hard or because things aren't working out how you thought they would. Stick it out as long as you're safe, um, you know, as long as it's a good environment, stick it out and see what happens. And usually if you give yourself a couple of weeks, things turn around and things start to improve. It certainly has been that way for me and um, for a lot of people that I've, I've spoken to as well. It's important anytime that you're traveling that you do set an intention. And what I mean by that is go into your trip with some kind of intention, some kind of desired result that you're looking for. Maybe you are trying to just relax and take a step back from everyday life. That is an intention. You know, maybe you have an intention of of writing. Maybe you want to write a book, for example. That is an intention. So something that I did before I ever even went to Paris, in fact, it was about three months before I went to Paris, I made a list of all the things I would love to have happen as a result of this trip. And it's not a list of things that had to happen, but just some ideas of, you know, it would be great if this happened and it would be great. For example, one of, one of the items on my list was it would be great if I could write a children's book while I'm in Paris. That would be great because that's a big dream of mine. And um, so here's what happens. When you write these things down and when you have those intentions, you will find that quite frequently, probably eight times out of 10, you will see those intentions come to fruition. Example, I actually wrote a children's book while I was in Paris. I did. And, you know, it was a little bit shocking (laughs) to some people because um, I know one of the students had said to me, wow, Rachel, you actually did it. You said you wanted to do this and you did it. That is so inspirational. And when she said it, I kind of laughed because in my mind I was thinking, well, it's not a big deal. I set that intention. It was something I wanted to do and and I did it. But for her, she was looking at it going, wow, most people don't do that. Most people 
don't set an intention and then go and, and do it. So you can do that. Anytime you're traveling, set those intentions. It doesn't have to be something big. It could be something small. Maybe you're looking for some peace, you know, some peace and quiet. You just want to go and relax. That is a great intention. Maybe you want to, to really experience another culture and you'd like to make some new friends that will be lifelong friends. So some really good relationships. And maybe that's your intention when you travel. Um, any, any one of those intentions, any intention is, is a good one to have. You just want to have that honest intention, have that clarity around what you'd like to see as a result of your trip, as a result of your time abroad. And I think that that will actually help focus you a little bit um, when you do have that time away. It'll help kind of focus your time and your efforts toward achieving that result. And again, if it's something that you don't achieve, it's not a big deal. For example, there were several things, you know, I kind of set these intentions and there was a couple things on the list that, you know, they didn't happen and it was no big deal. But the big ones did happen. The things that I was really passionate about, such as writing the children's book while I was in Paris, those things did happen. And that is exciting. That is the power of setting an intention. And I would definitely encourage you to to do that anytime that you travel. Okay, we've got to stop right there and take another short break. When we come back, we will wrap up with a couple more tips and strategies that will help you have a very, very successful traveling and studying experience abroad. I'm Rachel O'Brien Eddy. Stick around and we will be right back. us on Twitter for more great ideas at Voice America Empowerment. What sets apart VoiceAmerica.tv from the other video content providers on the internet? Choice and flexibility means that you can host your video content live or on demand on the main VoiceAmerica.tv channels through your own branded media player or your own private TV channel. We support multiple media formats, so all of your video content can be in one place. We offer a number of advertising and video packages. For more information, visit VoiceAmerica.tv. If you think you've seen online TV like this before, let us surprise you. Transform your life, boost your confidence, and create lasting wealth. Visit connectwithrachel.com forward slash success to discover how best-selling author and success coach Rachel O'Brien Eddy went from miserable, broke, and ridiculously overweight to traveling the world, dropping 90 pounds, and living the life of her dreams. Ready to jumpstart your journey to success? Go to connectwithrachel.com forward slash success. That's connectwithrachel.com forward slash success. Follow us on Twitter for more great ideas at Voice America Empowerment. You are listening to Infinite Success Radio with your host, Rachel O'Brien Eddy. Call in and let us know if you have a question or comment. Our number is toll-free in North America, 1-888-346-9141. That's 1-888-346-9141. You may also send an email to radio at connectwithrachel.com. Now, back to Infinite Success Radio. Here again is Rachel O'Brien Eddy. Welcome back to Infinite Success Radio. I am your host, Rachel O'Brien Eddy. 
Thank you so much for sticking around today. We have been talking about 30 Days in Paris. This is part two of the series. If you missed part one, definitely go back and listen to the replay because inside part one, I shared some specific resources with you that will help you if you are wanting to travel internationally or study abroad. So definitely make sure that you go back to that. Today, I also shared an opportunity where you can get a copy of my ultimate guide to goal setting. This will help you set and achieve your goals. It is a $97 value. This is the same process that I use to set and achieve my goals. My clients use it as well. You will love it. You can get it today absolutely free. Just go to my website, connectwithrachel.com forward slash gift connectwithrachel.com forward slash gift. Enter your best email address and I will send it to you today. So definitely do that. And then I want to hear from you. I want to know what goals you're working toward. And as you achieve them, I would love to know that as well so we can share some of your successes as well. So one of the the tips that I wanted to share with you um, to really kind of help wrap this up today is the importance of really having a very clear, clear budget to work from. I say this because no one likes to be under financial stress when they're traveling. That's one of those things that is just not super fun. So if you're going to be traveling internationally and you're going to be studying abroad, you definitely want to know your budget. You want to have enough money saved up or planned for so that you can have a good time while you are traveling. It doesn't necessarily have to be a huge budget, but you definitely want to know what that budget looks like. So do your homework ahead of time. You know, that's the importance. You've got to know how much things will cost from your lodging to transportation to food. You know, if, if you're in a hotel, for example, that doesn't have a kitchen or a microwave, it's going to cost a lot more for food because you're going to have to eat out every single meal. So that's just something to consider along the way. Knowing your budget and sticking to it when possible is very, very important One of the things I knew in advance was that in Paris, it would be about 20 to 50 euros per day for food. So in U.S. dollars, that's about about 30 to 75 U.S. dollars per day for food. Um, So that was definitely budgeted in. That was planned for in advance. And remember, I was there for 30 days. So if you multiply that out, you know, there were some days where I was spending a lot more than the budget. And then there were some days where I was spending less than the budget. Um, (laughs) So it does kind of balance itself out. But that's one of those things that you want to know up front. It's really, really important. Again, you don't want to run out of money while you're traveling. And uh, if you're a student, for example, um, you definitely don't want to run out of money. If you don't have a a card to put it on or you don't have um, access to funds internationally, that could be a, a big problem. So definitely be cautious, be aware. Obviously, you want to have fun, but that even has a cost associated. So a lot of times you've got these uh, tourist attractions, for example, that you want to go to, and that's an extra expense. So you definitely want to look at that, kind of plan for that. Also know that sometimes you will get to a city that you did not expect um, to be as expensive as it turned out to be. That has happened several times on different uh, places that I've been to, for example, 
that I kind of thought it was going to be a lower price point, and I showed up and I thought, wow, <laughs> this is a little more than I was expecting. Um, so you want to kind of have some flexibility in your budget as well. Always have a buffer, and um, that's definitely what I would recommend. And um, there are ways that you can definitely save and you can cut costs by having a, an apartment, for example, an apartment rental that has a kitchen where you can cook or make sandwiches, things like that. There's definitely ways that you can cut costs, but be aware going into it. Be alert, be aware, and try to stick to that budget so that it's the less stress on you as possible while you are traveling. And then another tip for you guys, and I think this is probably one of the most important tips anytime you travel, is your mindset. And that's really what makes a trip successful or not successful. That's what makes a trip great or crummy. It's all about your mindset and how you think and how you perceive situations and experiences. For example, uh, it's not always easy when you're traveling um, in places where there's a lot of hardship. When we went to Honduras, my, myself, my husband, and my boys, it was really tough to see people struggling as much as they were and to see the poverty. And those types of things, you know, that could ruin a trip for some people. If you're in the mindset of, of letting something like that really get, get you down and, and depress you in a certain sense, um, you know, that, that could be really tough. But that's the importance of really managing your mind and managing your thoughts and managing how you perceive experiences. I always look at challenges as a teachable moment. So when things go wrong, I, I always try to find the lesson in that. And in Paris, I had plenty of things that, <laughs> that went wrong and, and little snafus along the way. And I tried to look at those experiences as lessons. You know, what can I learn from this? How can I make it better the next time? What's the takeaway? What might I do differently? And so I'm always asking myself those questions. And that really comes back to, to your mindset. Also being open, you know, having an open mind, being flexible, rolling with things. When things go wrong, do you roll with it? Or do you sit around and feel sorry for yourself? Are you a complainer? Or can you find the positive in a negative situation? That's not to say that there's not a time and a place for a complaint. There certainly is, and there's a process for that. And I have used that process when things have gone wrong or when things are not as they're promised. For example, apartments not, you know, not meeting the descriptions that, that they had posted online, for one example. Um, <laughs> and that does happen, guys. It happens. So you know, follow those complaint processes when things go wrong. But are you going to continue to sit around and complain or can you let it go? Can you move forward? Can you file your complaint and then move on? That's part of the mindset. And that's really important anytime that you travel. Having that open mind, having the flexibility, learning to roll with things. It's important that you go into any new circumstance knowing that it's new and it's different and that unexpected things will happen and that it's okay. You know, give yourself permission for things not to be perfect. A lot of times... I've heard that tourists will go to Paris, for example, and um, they will have this, this idea of what they think it should be because they've seen it in magazines and movies and, and they think it's going to be this perfect experience and it's going to be so romantic and amazing. And yes, it, it can be that way. But if that is your expectation and you're only expecting that, 
you might miss out on some of the other aspects of Paris. And I'm just using that as an example because that's where I did spend 30 days studying abroad. So definitely open your mind and, and really look at every circumstance individually. Look at the big picture and really keep your mind in a state of being positive, looking for those life lessons, making the most out of every experience. You know, if it starts raining on you and you don't have an umbrella, then, hey, you can dance in the rain. Why not? Or if you don't want to dance, you can walk in the rain. Why not, right? Why not make the most out of that experience, even if it's raining? Um, If it's super hot, like it was the first 10 days, we had a a heat wave that came through and it was over 100 degrees every day super, super hot in my apartment. So what do you do? How can you make the most of it? You know, how can you laugh about it? And how can you appreciate that experience? That's the type of stuff that that I mean when I say your mindset is so important. And it really and truly makes all the difference in the world. So I hope that you guys have gotten some ideas through part one and part two of 30 Days in Paris. I hope that you've learned some different strategies that will help you when you travel and when you study abroad. Um, And most of all, I hope that you will define your goals and your dreams and that you will take action to achieve them. I really believe so much that we are all capable of, of so much in our lives and we have within us the seeds of greatness. And it's just up to us to decide what we're going to do with those seeds. And I would challenge you today to go out there and make something amazing happen. Reach your dreams. Make your dreams come true. Take action today to make it happen. And then share your success story with me because I love to hear from you. You can send me an email, radio at connectwithrachel.com. You can also find me on Twitter at Factors for Success and on Facebook at facebook.com forward slash connectwithrachel. Thank you guys again so much for listening each and every week. Please make sure that you share Infinite Success Radio with your friends, your family, and your colleagues. You never know whose life could change as a result. I'm Rachel O'Brien Eddy reminding you to believe in the power of a dream. And we will see you again next week, same time, same place. Thanks for tuning in. You can hear Infinite Success Radio live every Friday at 11 a.m. Eastern Time, 8 a.m. Pacific Time on the Voice America Empowerment Channel. Rachel O'Brien Eddy invites you to check out another show next week. Thanks again for listening to the preceding program brought to you on the Voice America Empowerment Channel. For more information about our network and to check out additional show hosts and topics of interest, please visit VoiceAmericaEmpowerment.com. The Voice America Talk Radio Network is the worldwide leader in live Internet talk radio. Visit VoiceAmerica.com. The views and ideas expressed on the preceding program are strictly those of the host or guests and do not necessarily reflect the views and ideas held by the Voice America Talk Radio Network, its staff, and management.